Welcome to Love, Sex, and Relationships with the professor and Professor T. Love. And tonight's topic is finding or what are the qualities for a soulmate or a good relationship or a good mate, a partner. So we're going to be covering um, a couple of those things. And one of which was compassion. That's one of the qualities in finding a good mate. But this particular article was a soulmate. What do you think about compassion? Looking for that in a mate. Okay, just want to adjust here. Make sure you're talking into the mic because you're going in and out. All right. So what's important in anybody looking for a soulmate um, It's very important that you know what you're looking for um, in a soulmate Okay, because this is a person, like the word says You know, um, you know, soulmate This is a person that you're planning on being there with them for life Basically You know, this is somebody that you click with you know that you can communicate with somebody that you really feel a deep love for you know and someone that you you're thinking of if you if you haven't gone down the aisle with yet this may be the one you're going down the aisle with or maybe not cuz some people they find a soulmate and maybe they don't get married but you know they know that this is the one for them so what you think well i when we talk about soulmate, we also have to look at where we are in life. Because I think um, before we even get to that point, it, you know, it's important that you are in life. There's three, there's three levels as far as relationships are concerned. There's the first relationship, which is, you know, young love. Then the second major relationship is the relationship that teaches you the most, whether that's good or bad. And then the final relationship is the one where I think you will find or you'll be ready for that soulmate. Some people are fortunate enough to find that person early in life. You know, some people can come right out of high school or elementary school and they are with this same person their entire life. But for those of those people who are not as fortunate, I think that it's important that you look to see where you are, where you want to go. So, yes, a soulmate, that's, that's for hopefully an eternity. But sometimes a soulmate can also be a good friend. And you have, an you have a connection that is so um, unbreakable between the two people two parties and compassion and understanding is very important um, another thing is you know because that's the foundation of any good relationship friendships anything if you have a certain amount of compassion you understand what someone is going through how they're feeling what um, is going on in their mind so I think those things are very very important and um, I think the next 
quality, another quality to look for is when you can compromise with that person. When both of you can come to a certain level of compromise, almost like agree. Because many times we can't agree to disagree. And that's very important in establishing a good foundation for any relationship. Because whether you are friends or you're more than friends, it's very important to understand, especially in an, a long-term committed relationship. You don't necessarily have to agree, but you do have to know how to work together. And that is very, very important. Because that is the beauty of having a, someone opposite of yourself whether it's a man or it's a woman, it doesn't matter who you choose. If they have a certain something that you do not, meaning they're your yin to your yang, that's what's very important, that you have the ability to come to some level of agreement. Don't you agree? Well, I, I, just, I just think in general, if, if you, soulmates arrive when you are ready for them. That means you, you're ready for them. And usually when they do arrive, they're ready to teach you. They're teaching you also the lessons that you're destined to fulfill. You know, um, you know, sometimes soulmate relationships, they, you know, sometimes you're at a point in your life where that person is, is coming to your life to challenge you. You know, and to maybe waking, wake you up, maybe stir up different parts in you so that you can go to another level. You know, that's how I see what a soulmate is. They help you um, get to a higher level of consciousness and awareness. And I think there's a difference between the soulmate and the life partner, though. Because the life partner is your companion. Okay? And they, they're also your friend. Your soulmate is your friend, too. But the life partner, it represents stability and, and security. And there's supposed to be someone that you could like lean on and trust and depend on to help you through your life. So like you said, soulmates don't necessarily, um, soulmate could be your friend. Or soulmate could be someone that um, you might be having like, you know, a relationship with in the interim, you mm -hmm. know, till you get to the life partner. So sometimes the soulmate is the person maybe on the way to the life partner. Now it's very rare that you have a soulmate and a combined with a life partner. You know what I'm saying? But it's very rare. But I do believe that they're different. They're very, very, very different. I think they're very different, but I also think they're very similar because the foundations are basically the same. The same qualities do it here because a soulmate can last as long as a life partner. There is no expiration on a soulmate because that is, if your soul is in, in for an eternity. Mm -hmm. And a life partner is more, it, it can be for an eternity, it could be for a spiritual eternity, but those two to me are very similar in the fact that you do need certain um, qualities that make it last. And that is the ability to, to like I said, disagree, a compassion. But also, both of them require another piece, which is allow you to be you. Mm -hmm. Because in many places, 
statistics that we have nowadays, we can get with a person and we cannot be our complete self. We have to put on airs or we have to be something that we're not or they're only used to seeing us one way. If we are a person who is a top executive or we're running businesses, then, you know, some people can't handle when you show a softer, more vulnerable, or weaker side. And to me, you're with your soulmate or your life partner, they can handle both of those sides. They know that that's a part of you as well as the, the person who is this tyrant when it comes to, you know, handling business or buying property, whatever it is that you do. So that's why I say I believe that they're very similar in the qualities that are needed to make both of those things possible as well as successful. Mm. Um, and, you know, also ability to, to hear mm. and understand what someone is saying. That, and that goes back to passion. Um, your soul, your life, hears said you know that they're that person that understands when you're crying inside and you don't really know how to voice and maybe you're frustrated changing the tone of your voice they understand those things and they can they can pick it out they know what um they're looking for and they they can pick that quality in you and sometimes that's a very hard thing for some other relationships to um, pick up, you know, and that to me is the downfall of many relationships, you know, whether they're heterosexual, whether they're gay. Um, a lot of times we don't want to see the vulnerability of someone. We don't want to agree to disagree. We don't want to show that compassionate side. I mean, because you can show all those sides still help that person get to the other level. What do you think about that? Well, like I said, the um with the with your soulmate, like I said, I don't think you're meant to stay with your soulmate. I think mm -hmm. once you get what you need to learn from them, you you sometimes you physically separate. They they're there both of them are there, the life partner, both of them are there to help you get to your next level. I think you, you, the soulmate helps you get to that level, and hopefully the life partner can can take you to take can continue on with that. They both respect who you are, and they honor you. Meaning they 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 both see that you you're discovering who you are, and that you honor yourself, and you following and that you're following your heart. Um, but again, it's like. You know, it depends on the type of relationship. You know, it's very rare. I think it's very rare that we find our soulmate. I really do. You you don't have you don't have many soulmates. I don't feel you do. You might have no. maybe a few. You I know. mean, mm -hmm. you know, you might have a few. You know, life partners. You have a few. You know, um, but I think when you again, it, it depends on where you're at in your life. And if you're at that point in your life where you're ready to receive stuff, meaning um, receive uh, criticism, whether it's constructive, whatever, that person kind of is not trying to hurt you or anything like that. They just basically there to guide you through, you know, your life partner is there to support you as well. And, 
you know, they love you, you know, love you enough that they want to see see you through. But I just feel like with the soulmate, it's like you don't you don't have very many soulmates. And I think they come in and they come out of your life. They they go in and they go out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, I I can I hear what you're saying, but I I guess with that I still don't think a soulmate disappears that quickly. That's no, no, I'm more- not saying that they do disappear quickly. I'm just saying they don't stay at the length of time I feel like your life partner does. Right. I mean, I I can I can see where you see see that, but on that I still would think that a soulmate is like part of your soul because your soul is something that's connected to you for a lifetime. Right. That's what I think that. They are there for that. They are both of them can provide you the support and 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 um, the support and understanding that you need to get to another level. Now, you know, to me, you can find a soulmate in a life partner. Mm-hmm. But I guess what you're saying is you can't find a life partner all the time in a soulmate. I mean, if you're fortunate enough to find. A life partner that's your soulmate that's great but that's it's I think it's rare no okay I mean well either one of them can be, be rare to a degree because mm-hmm. both of these to me both of these um, types of relationships or these types of people that come into your life can also add value that's another quality mm-hmm. that we should for someone that adds value to your life now value does not necessarily mean a physical or anything like that but a lot of times it's mental emotional maybe even spiritual to some degree academic depending on who the person is or where they're trying to go in life mm-hmm. because many times people get into relationships and the value is based on a physical it's based on um what the person does for them physically usually that's associated with sex with sex makes them um, add value for some people and they wind up staying in a relationship for a lifetime but it, it doesn't work out for you for that but if a person adds value to your life meaning they help you see things that you did not see understand what you did not understand and grow in areas that you did not think that you were capable of growing then I say both of them both of them uh, both of these types of people or both of these types of relationships beneficial so any at any kind of value that you know helps you as you said get to the next level you know we don't look at what value is and sometimes I guess it's also important for us to define what value is for us what is what does value mean to you what does it mean to you you love well value you know to me you know when they're not to me what the value is is that when we're not around we still feel connected mm-hmm. okay um you know what each other is thinking that's value to me you know you're very in tune with my thoughts my actions um you know that I you know what challenges I like I like to be challenged I know what challenge it, what challenges you um and it's like you know you you there's a deep love you know and it's, and I'm not talking about just physical love there's a spiritual love going on and even though there might be a physical there's a spiritual love there's a spiritual there's a spiritual connection and to me that's valuable because um 
when you have that spiritual connection with someone, that says a lot. Because I think if you do um, get into the physical aspect with them, it ta- it just it's like it's taking you to another plane. You got the spiritual aspect, but then when you're and it's, you, like I said, you don't ha- don't have to necessarily have sex. But if, when you're when you're with each other and you're intimate, you're going to another level, and and that to me is very valuable. I agree on that. Another attribute one should consider for either one of these um, relationships is someone that can be, excuse me, someone you can be completely silly with, and they can mm-hmm. be completely you. Right. Like, you know, you can you can talk about uh, what what do people talk about when they get passing gas, boogers in your nose, whatever it is. You should be able to talk to that person freely. Um, and, you know, you can laugh at yourself. I think that's another uh, important thing. So many times we take life so seriously and everything is associated that we do not know how to just laugh at ourselves, whether it's our body, parents, those things are, are needed because life is complicated enough. Yeah. It's already short, so we don't need to make it any shorter by stressing out about things that cannot be controlled or cannot be right away. You think of that? Well, I, you know, I, I think that. Um, <laughs> oh, I hear it coming. <laughs> you know, you can. Um, <laughs> you can. Come on, you, get out. Yeah, you can um you know, I think it's funny that y'all could joke with each other. I really feel that's very important. You know, mm-hmm. cur- currently, you know, I'm dealing with a person that I really do believe is my soulmate. And mm-hmm. you know, um it would be great that they could be my life partner also. But right now we're on a soulmate level. <laughs> but, you know, the important thing is um that you can laugh, mm-hmm. you know, when and and not only laugh, cry, not be afraid to cry. Mm-hmm. Um, in front of you, you know, um, you're there, you're there for each other for the good moments as well as the bad moments. Um, but you know, you still can joke with each other, fart in front of each other. You understand? <laughs> you know, um, you know, uh, make stupid jokes. Um, you know, um, just play with each other. I think it's important to be playful because you know, you know, my soulmate and I we're very playful with each other. We we play a lot. We joke around a lot, you know, and we're very comfortable with each other. Um, and um, emotionally, um, we're there for each other as well, which is very important to me. Um, you know, because life throws you a lot of challenges. You know, what other, you know, whether you have aches and pains. You know, we're, you know, we're all getting middle age. We're up, up middle age now, so we feeling them same aches and pains our parents talk about. You know, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Oh, got arthritis, all this kind of stuff. But it's funny. But at the same time, we could keep it light. You know, and and we're you know very in tune with each other. We're sensitive to what's going on. We can sense there's something wrong. You know that to me is very important. When you got a person that can sense on a on a on a deep level something's wrong. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And and um, 
that and and they really do care about how you feel um you know in terms of whatever's going on what's bugging you you can share your 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 dreams you can share your fears with them um so like i said it's you know there's a physical attraction i'm not saying there isn't but i just feel there's a way more connection hello hi hi <laughs> okay i don't know you, you there I'm here now. Okay. I lost you for like 30 yeah, seconds. Yeah, yeah. You, you like going in and out. Anyway, sorry about that, y'all. We having our little technical difficulties right now. But um, just like I said, you know, you, you want to be, you know, you, you want to be around somebody that, um, that y'all share. You know, they know on a certain level what's going on with you. And they really do. They really do care. They really do love you. They really do love you, and they know that the love is always there. Meaning, like even if we depart or we separate, there's still love. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know. So that I really, do, I, I really do believe that um, about the soulmate. Like I said, you know, your relationship lasts for a moment. You know, but there's always love, and and there's no, you know, one thing about the soulmate. I'm not saying that we might ha not have no drama, but it's very little drama because when you come together with your soulmate, it, you, there's no time for the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? You deal with bullshit on an everyday basis, and when you're mm -hmm. dealing with your soulmate, you shouldn't have to deal with the bullshit. You could talk straight. To one another about what's going on What do you think about that Because I think that's important That's critical And that's very important Is that you can talk straight Not in zigzags to each other Well uh, If you so eloquently put it um, I think they're always Bullshit But what I think with your soulmate Or your life partner You can get through it together And as You know when the two hearts and the two souls come together, it's easier for you to either bypass, ignore the the bull that comes your way, you know, because that's what's really important. Because you're always going to get that, especially when you're going outside the box, when you are advancing and going to another level, when someone's adding value to you and helping you achieve your goals and you're helping them to achieve their goals and there's a certain amount of tranquility that exists between two people, you're going to encounter that because you're going to encounter haters, you're going to encounter people having something to say, you're going to encounter whatever life chooses to throw at you. Mm -hmm. But what you allow to stick and to together the two of you can knock that down together the two of you can handle that because that person will give you perspective and you will give them perspective and together you can defeat it that's what I believe that's what I, I feel within my heart so I, I also you know another another attribute about a soulmate or a life partner but mainly a soulmate is that person has a certain admiration or they adore you you know and that's very important when we say um, adore you that person finds beauty in everything about you even if you got a crooked pinky toe <laughs> 
you got a big forehead, <laughs> a flat butt, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. They find in that, and they don't mind whatever what you, whatever it is that you call a flaw about yourself. That's right. You know? That is what's really beautiful. I think so too. I mean, you know, it, it's it's great when you can get to a point where it doesn't bother you about somebody's fat. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> the reason why I say that is because you you just love that person. So you love the fat rolls. You love all of that. You know what I'm saying? And you you know, it's like what they say. Now, if you're going to go get a brush job, I knew you when you had the sagging boobs. <laughs> you understand? So it ain't going to make no difference to me with the new boobs. I still love you. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's important. That's a quality. Um, because um, it's, it's just, to me, it's very important um, that you understand that. That, you know, as time goes on, we all change physically. Yeah. Our, body, our body shape. I'm not saying that we're not trying to be fit. And if you are trying to be fit, I think that's to me, is a personal goal. Okay? That's a personal goal. And even if you got fit, I still love you. It doesn't matter. But even if you didn't get fit, meaning like I'm not saying don't be, you know, don't worry about your health. We all should worry about our health. But like I said, before you got the tummy tuck, I loved you before the tummy tuck. You know what I'm saying? And that's not going to change. And that's a real true test of your relationship with that person. Because there's some people that, you know, um, once they get their tummy tuck done, they don't, they act like they don't know nobody. And the boobs, don't forget the boob job. Right, right. So they don't pull, they don't pull the chin up. They don't pull the behind up. They done tighten up, you know, the stomach and, you know, so, you know, they, you know, now they're a new person. They don't want to be bothered with you, but see, we make that big mistake. See, we, we knew you before that, before the reconstruction, you know, before you decided to chop up your body a little bit, you know, so that's a real test too, to see whether you still, you know, whether you still love me. You know, and I always make my friend laugh all the time. I say, "Okay, you're gonna get your breasts done," but I knew you before the breasts, before you got before you got the boobs done. So it ain't gonna make no difference to me. You know what I'm saying? I like it all the same. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm just being real with that. It really is important about that. And like I said, if that's something you want to do, I support you. You know, I still love you. I support you, but. You know, like I said, I known you before the before the face job. You understand? You know the whole nine. And I think people need to know at the end of the day, are they loved? Do you still love me? You know, and I and I think that's important. Do you like the song says? Do you love me? Right, that old song from the Contours. Do you uh-huh. love me? And that's important. You know, and and even though I didn't know how to, you know, the song says, you know. You know, I didn't know how to dance, but now I'm back to let you know I can really get down. Do you love me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Will it be the same? You know? So, um, you know, that's what it's about. What you think? I, I mean, I, I agree. I agree that it's, it's very important to have a certain admiration and adore the person, no matter what their flaws are or what they deem their flaws are. Um because in this day and age, there's always um, there's always 
something someone can pick at you about. And that's why I said it's very important that that person be behind you, be supportive, and, you know, help you get through that if, if that's a major issue with you. But I'm going to go on to the next one, yeah. which is, yeah, which is, now, to me, this is this goes for all kind of relationships. Whether you are dealing with your soulmate, you are dealing with a life partner, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a husband, a wife, a booty call, a mistress, a side chick, a side suit, or a thot. They need to respect your family. <laughs> okay, I I'm, not, I'm not saying they gotta adore them and bring them brand new. You know, bring them, you know, red bottom shoes and a bag or a coach bag or a saddle bag or any kind of gift. I'm not saying that. But, you know, if, if you're close to someone in your family, if they don't treat your family well, then you need to think about that because that's going to cause some kind of problem in your relationship. If, if it doesn't cause a problem at the present, it will cause a problem in the future. Okay, that's why I said they don't have to adore them. They don't have to take them out for tea and trumpets and stuff like that. But they should have a general respect for them because the respect they have for your family is connected to you. Because if they respect you enough, they res they sh they should be able to control their feelings and emotions. You know, to get past you know if y'all got a dinner party going on or something like that. Because that's out of respect for you and your relationship, not to cause a scene or a problem. And sometimes, a lot of times, we get into relationships and we, you know, we may discard what some of our family will, will feel. Mm. Now, in, in, in that, I want to make sure I, I, I add a special note. Now, we also got to look at the family members. Now, if it is Bitter Betty over there, Auntie Bitter Betty, who ain't had a man or ain't had a good relationship since 1962. That is not who we gonna pay attention to, okay? That's true. You know, okay? Whether it's uh, a relative or even a friend, you gotta look at who the person is, too. Now, if they are bitter and angry and they don't have nothing to say about love, relationships, sex, or anything, I don't think that's the person you should listen to. That's just my personal opinion, I, and I think that a lot of people can back me up on that one. So you really need to look at who is delivering the message, who it is you are. Um, you want this your your soulmate or your partner or whoever to be uh, cordial, at least at minimum cordial to. Right. So that's that's important. You know, um, I I realize that you know even in um, my own past relationships where, you know, it, it made the the cordialness with my family may have started, but my spouse at the time did not, and his family did not have the same cordial behavior to me or my family. And that that is evident. So that's what I'm saying. It's also very important on who's delivering that. You have to pay attention. If they're a controlling person, they got their own personal demons, you really have to look at who's delivering it. You know, and be honest with yourself. What do you think of that? Well, I think what? it's important that anybody you get with, anybody you decide that you um, want to get involved with, um, that they do respect your family. I think the most important people 
that I feel they need to respect is your immediate, meaning like your your mom, your dad, um, if they're if either one or whichever one is is around, and you know your brothers and sisters too, because remember they have to make an they're not only making an impression on you, they're making an impression on them. And and if you can't feel like you could bring that person around your family, that's a problem. Because see, the family will pick up on whether there's a disconnect, you know, and not you know I'm not talking about the ones that like to pick at you, you know, family members that pick at you, because you got some that will pick at you. They don't care who you're going with; they still want to pick at you and pick at your friend. But I think um, what's most important is. Um, that that person that you feel comfortable about bringing that person around and that that person has certain standards themselves and on how they conduct themselves you know now if they conduct themselves and they they show exhibit around your family that you know there's some level of disrespect towards you then that's on you 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 need to you need to check that because mm-hmm. that means that you know um um what that what that means is that there's you know you need to figure out whether that's somebody you want to be around with you know and i think you know your family they can get a good candle or good sense if that is somebody even the ones that that pick with you they 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 can get a sense whether that's the one for you or the one for you or not but you gotta know that before you before you bring them around, you know. And I think if somebody is your soulmate, that you feel is your soulmate, soulmate by the word soulmate, that this is somebody that you feel like you want to bring them around, um, your family, and especially if you picking somebody to be your life partner. You understand that's important too because you know you you're not going to bring somebody around that denigrates you or or says things to you and then in front of your family they berating you also you know behind closed doors they berating you and then in front of family or friends they berating you i don't think that your family will think that that's a life partner i'm sorry nor will they think that that's a soulmate and i think that means you need to evaluate whether um, that this is the person that you really want to deal with But before we even get But usually a lot of time when you, you find your soulmate There's a level of respect that's already going on That's already been established Okay And meaning that And even with a life partner You respect each other You know what I'm saying So you kind of know already If they're your soulmate or your life partner There has to be a level of respect that has been established between you two. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? It, you're not going to have a soulmate and then turn around, they cussing you out. You know what okay. I'm saying? Or or they're, they're saying things to you that is like negative. You know, and when I say negative, not constructive criticism, they just they just putting you down. That's not your soulmate. And, it, and I mm-hmm. hope it's not your life partner. Right. You know, I I just disagree with that. I I don't think that that's your partner at all, whether it's a soulmate or whether it's a um a life partner. You I know agree. You know, because the whole idea behind having a soulmate is you connect on a spiritual level. Well, then how do you connect on a spiritual level if they just they just dogging you out? Right. 
And they they just straight dogging you out. Right. I agree. You know, so I think that's you know that's very that's key. You know, um, because you can't call them your they're not you can't call them your soulmate. And you can't call them your life partner either. That's I don't think that's how um those two uh uh soulmate and life partner, I don't think that's what they do. Well, I don't think you can call them anything really. I don't right. think you can call them a boyfriend or girlfriend. So right, exactly. I, I wouldn't even add that to I don't even want to say I don't even want to say boyfriend or girlfriend. They they're just like a casual acquaintance. They should well, be an acquaintance. Right. So if they're on that, if they're doing that, then I don't even know if I want to call them casual pimp. That's somebody I just see. But <laughs> I know what you're saying. You know, and that and 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 that's and that's what it is. It's just like to me, how is there any chemistry? There's no chemistry because life partner is about having chemistry. So is a soulmate. Right. You know, and there there has to be um, some level of inner peace. Of course, and there's no inner peace there in that situation. That's just straight drama. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So the next one is they love themselves as much as they love you. It's important to be with someone that has love for themselves. Because if a person doesn't have love for themselves, then it's going to be very hard for them to love you back. And because love starts within. It starts within the person. And a lot of times people are already broken. And people don't have a lot of love for themselves. So they go, they go looking for love in someone else. Um... And that's not a good thing to do. You should be, I won't even say complete. I don't want to say that. But I do want to say you want to be more together. You want to be available. You, you want to be whole. As, as close to whole as possible. A lot of times that's where issues come from. What do you think of that? Well, I, I think it's important um, that you do love yourself. It's, it's very difficult to have any kind of friendship or relationship. Forget about just having an intimate relationship or a relationship. If you just have a friendship, it's very important that you love yourself. Right. You know, because, um, you know, it's, it's a lot of people out here don't love themselves. They really don't. They don't feel they're valuable. Um, they don't feel that they have anything to offer the world. Mm -hmm. And I disagree. But you have to find value in yourself before you even can be begin to think about finding some soulmate or um, or a life partner. You know, I, I think a lot of times we cause our own problems because of our own beliefs in ourselves. So we believe in our heart already And we haven't spoken So you don't have to speak it If you believe it in your heart Then that you you know That you're not special Or valuable It's going to come out in your speech It's going to come out In how you talk with people 
how you treat yourself and how you treat yourself and i think like i told you like this evening i i took myself out to dinner i didn't need nobody to take me out to dinner i made love to myself Woo! That's important, darling. <laughs> that's very important. That's why I say you gotta, you know, we, you know, we, you know. But anyway, that's another topic. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I said what, what I mean is, you gotta learn how to make love to you. And I feel I'm valuable enough that I can take myself out to dinner, have a nice meal, sit in a peace and peace and quiet and comfortable setting. And and have a, a have a drink and enjoy myself. You know, you have to learn how to enjoy yourself. You know, you know what I'm saying? And you and you learn that at a very young age. You have to learn how to be by yourself sometimes. Because when you can learn how to be by yourself, then you won't be as needy. And I'm not saying that you don't miss people and miss their presence. But, you know, before they came into your life, you knew how to handle yourself. You know what I'm saying? You know how to deal with yourself. Mm-hmm. So I think it's very important that we learn how to make love to ourselves. You know, y'all can take it any way y'all want out there, but I'm, I'm just being real. Learn how to make love to yourself. Exactly, exactly. A lot of people don't do that because a lot of um, self-loathing happens. Mm-hmm. A lot of self-loathing whether it shows up in the behavior, um, how they treat themselves, how they treat others, mm-hmm. the partners they choose, you know, not choosing a partner because you really love them, but because they fit a certain criteria, and that that's not a that's not a very good thing. So, a lot of times that's that's what happens when you don't love yourself, and you know, love yourself. You know, if you can't afford to take yourself out to dinner, then maybe you should, like, you know, give yourself a nice bowl bath at home or something. You know, save up for a little massage or a manicure, pedicure. They always got a good special at the, the nail salon. So that's why I think it's, it's very important. But the next topic is they exhilarate you, not deplete you. That, that's very important. A lot of times we can be with someone and they can bring out the fire in us. But sometimes the fire they bring out in us is not always good fire, but it's bad fire. Mm. And they wind up depleting us mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and in some cases financially, you know, or even academically, you know, you want to go to school, you want to improve your vocabulary, but maybe they curse all the time. Y'all too getting big shouting masters. You know, you know, or they're depleting you financially. They're taking your money, or they you eating up all the food in your house. <laughs> so y'all arguing all the time. You're down. You're depressed. So you know, we have to look at the excitement that the person brings to us. Sometimes what people tie those two into is you know these these fight these fights and then have sex relationships where they're going at each other's throat and then they make mad passionate love and they'll say, oh, you know, he or she brings out the best of me, but it's not really the best in you. You're getting good sex, but is it really good if you're depressed about the things or comments the person has said to you prior in the previous argument? 
you know, or how they treat you. They hide you. They don't, um, or they, as you, as you said, they degrade you. Mm -hmm. So that's very important. They must exhilarate your soul, exhilarate your mind, your body, and your spirit, not deplete your mind, your body, and your spirit. What do you think of that? Yeah, well, I think, you know, you can't sex the pain away. <laughs> you could try, but I still think in the end, you still end up miserable. Absolutely. You, you know, because remember, having sex is tied to your spirit, too. So if your spirit wasn't no good when you before you had sex and then you have sex, your spirit still ain't no good. Because remember, you guys being intimate should be a very uh, a spiritual awakening. You know, in the sense that, you know, people don't see sex as being on a spiritual level, but it is. And if you connect it to the right one, it's deep. You understand what I'm saying? So you definitely have to have someone that exhilarates you. You exhilarate each other, you know, and you have to support each other. But you know, if y'all saying, "Oh, you know, we, you know, y'all arguing, and then you make up, and you have makeup sex, and you still feeling worse than than what you what you were," you know, because now you've compounded it by having sex. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, you can get a couple of oohs and ahs in. And it might, might, you know, people say it feels good, but on what level does it feel good? Because if your spirit ain't no good, meaning that um, you don't feel good, you don't feel any better after you've had it, then it was a waste of time. Right. It's a pure, pure waste of time. Absolutely. Um, another point is they have a life outside of the one that you share. Um, this one is sort of a tricky one because a lot of people feel that if someone is your soulmate, life partner, husband, wife, however you wish to define it, they feel that you should spend every waking moment, hour, second, day, minute with that person. And um, I, I, don't, I don't think that's always a healthy thing because we as humans need interaction with other humans. Whether you need interaction to appreciate what you have before you, what you had, uh -huh. and what you what you don't have, so it's important to 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 you know have some friends or other things that you like to do that doesn't necessarily involve that partner, you know. But you can share the experience or talk to them about it. They can come support you. Whether you play tennis. Whether you run, you jog, you go to the gym, or maybe y'all go to the gym for together, but maybe you're in a separate end of the gym. You don't have to be up under each other. What do you think? Um, I think that I think that that's important. Um, I just feel that you know, with your partner, you both should have different things that you do. But I don't. But one thing I don't like is share with your partner what you're doing. Let and and, and invite them. Let them make the choice of whether they want to go or they don't want to go. Because I find that some relationships, they go sour because they, they keep their friends separate from you. Now, not unless you got something to hide, that might be a problem. But I think you should give your partner the opportunity to participate with you and, and let them say yes or no. 
But don't just say, well, I went here, I went there, and you never thought to ask your, your partner, you know, would you, would you like to go? And, you, you know what I'm saying? It, you know, they, and they don't necessarily have to do what you do. But, but, at, but even if they don't like to participate and do activities, don't make fun of them because they don't want to. You know, because I find that, um, you know, uh, um, relationships can get into the point where, you know, oh, you don't do nothing. You're not fun. You know, or, or criticize the fact that that person likes to be home and maybe read a good book or watch a good movie. You know, but you should, you know, share. So have her come to a couple of your things. You and, and, and you do a couple of things with her. You know what I'm saying? Or him or whatever. You know, but don't don't you know, don't make decisions for them when you didn't even ask them. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is absolutely true. Um, another point in, in having a soulmate or life partner, depending on how you view it, mm -hmm. is the person they can be held accountable. Meaning that if you or your partner makes a mistake or if your partner makes a mistake or hurts your feelings or something they can put their ego aside and recognize that they have hurt you or they've caused you some discomfort and they apologize you know because that's very important a lot of times what happens is we get in a relationship and a person does not want to be held accountable for comments they've made, they've done, or things they've done or said, or actions they've done, and they don't have any remorse. And those things that they've done may have caused some damage, emotional damage to you, depending on how severe they are, which would cause you to, um, you know, carry that burden. And it will probably show up at a later date in a relationship and, and be a problem because those little wounds can fester and grow and they become bigger wounds and they become bigger problems at a later date because you're still holding on that. But if you're with someone and they, uh, they can put their ego aside and realize that they hurt you and they didn't mean it and they'll do what they can to, you know, handle the situation more appropriately, that, that's important. How do you feel about that one? Well, when you mean like, like when they handle the situation, um, like what do you mean? Like, meaning that, meaning that, all right. Let's say you and the person get into an argument. Mm. Okay, and you get into an argument about another person and for example instead of them introducing you to that person they sort of move you out the way they don't give you a title they don't do something oh, okay, okay. They don't and, you. like meaning that they do something that's sort of offensive to your relationship maybe not acknowledging oh, that okay okay, okay? i'm just giving an example of something that they could do mm -hmm. and when you bring it to your partner's attention mm -hmm. Instead of them saying, I don't know what you're talking about. You crazy. I didn't do all of that. It's not that serious. You're blowing everything out of proportion. Mm -hmm. Instead of them negating your feelings, they're like, hey, you know what, T? I, you know what? I could have handled that better. 
you know, right. that was that was a little uncomfortable for me. I got you. You know, this person, you know, they don't know about you yet. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, I was trying to tell them, and then you, you know, I saw you. You came into the restaurant, and they were there, or they came into the restaurant while we were together, mm -hmm. and it just caught me off guard. When a person can acknowledge that maybe they handled the situation or something wrong, meaning right. they put their ego to the side as right. opposed to saying, hey, you you are bugging, you tripping, you don't know what you're talking about, mm -hmm. you know, that, that's what I mean. They, they, they hold themselves accountable for that. I think that's important um, because that, that just tells that's them what kind of character you have. And... If you are that type that you know you just go ballistic and you right away try to discredit what I'm saying or what I saw, then I have to be leery about you because that means when it comes to me you you won't defend me and a woman want, a woman wants to see whether it's a man or a woman defend them. You know, even in the, even in those awkward situations, you're not going to sit there and let your friends be kikiing and laughing, and and your and your woman is there, and and you know what they kikiing about, but you stand there and let the shit happen. You know, you let it happen, and then you don't even come to her aid or to his aid. You just let them be the butt of the joke. I think that's very that's very crude, and I feel that's mean. And okay. I would check you on that Because I said That's telling me when you take me out um, I gotta be on my own I gotta defend myself And um, that I think is a problem You know because that means that Not only you're not accountable But, you, but it shows me That you're not proud to be with me And I don't like stuff like that If you're not proud to be with me Then you don't need to be with me because even in that type of situation No matter how small you think it is It's major Because it sets the tone For how other people are going to treat me When they see me with you And people don't understand how deep that is Forget about all the lovey-dovey stuff And what y'all do But when y'all go out together That's the real test because it's, it's going to show How we interact with each other And how your friends See how we interact And then too And I'm going to end with this Is that what it shows Is that it shows weakness You're showing a weak front So if somebody else wanted to move in On your partner They could Because they saw you do a weak move Absolutely, I agree. I agree. You know what I'm saying? So all you doing is leaving your partner or your friend open for somebody else to sweep them up. Just like a hawk. That's right. Because if you leave your, I, I, I really believe if you leave your man or your woman open like that, then you deserve to lose them. I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying it like it is. You deserve to lose them. Okay, the the next point I'm bringing up is they they um they keep you in check without becoming a dictator. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's important. A lot of times, 
you know, it's, it's important to be with someone who knows how to check you without humiliating you, degrading you, embarrassing you, or hurting your feelings. Because, you know, sometimes we need to be reminded of our little flaws and the things that we do. Mm-hmm. But if you have the right person, they know how to do that. Um, they know how to do that properly. I agree. They do. They have the tact, and and they know and they know how to say it to you, and and you don't get upset about it. No, absolutely, absolutely. So that that's what's really important, especially in a in a relationship. You know, um, it's important that you not be a dictator. You know, just you can slightly nudge them, and also knowing when to bring that up. You know, there's a certain time, a place when you should bring that up. Meaning, you know, think about when to, to, to discuss that matter or bring it to their attention. Don't bring it up when somebody's having had a hard day or something tragic happened. That's not a good time to bring that up. But another point I would like to bring. Well, it's, I'm, I'm going to combine these two. They are dependable and easy to be with. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very important that when we decide to be with anybody in any form or fashion that they're easy to be with. You don't want it, you know, you really don't need or you don't, you shouldn't want to be with someone that's going to cause you unnecessary strife or stress. Meaning that if that person is constantly accusing you of something, accusing you of cheating, accusing you of lying, you know, they they check in phones, emails, the, the speedometer, the odometer on your car, the gas mileage, everything. I'm not sure if that's when you should really consider being with. Because one, it counteracts everything that we've just talked about. Someone who has the best, your best interest at heart. Someone who is, <clears throat> someone who is easygoing or someone who is bringing out the best in you. Someone who values you. It goes against all those things. And another thing, uh, a soulmate or life partner is also dependable. You can depend on them to be there for you. You know, especially in your time in need. They may not be right there, right then and there, but they're going to be there. And they'll be that shoulder or that person that you can talk to in your time of need. And that's what's really important. Dependability and someone to easy to be with. Because life is too short and, and far, like I said, too complicated to make everything a journey, a trek, <laughs> right? Yes, uphill battle. We don't need all of that. That's just too, too, too much. You know. So, any any comments on that? Before well, we wrap I, it up. Well, you know, I just feel you're right. Life is too short. You know, and and I think you should live your best life. Um, and and as drama, as much little drama as possible. I'm not saying gonna be no drama. But you should live your life, you know, where you're with someone that you feel comfortable with, and that really sincerely has your best has your best interest at heart. Absolutely, I I agree. I agree totally. Um, you know, I think those are mainly all the points. You know, yeah. what I can really think of is. Just them, and I think I touched on it earlier, which is them allowing you to be you. Yeah, yes. Flaws and all. Flaws and all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Flaws and all, and 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 them allowing you to be you, and you not having to feel 
Like you know You're being pretentious And all this other stuff You're just comfortable With each other And mm-hmm. and you understand I think the key word Is understanding That you know that song All I need is understanding That's what it is You're understanding One another And you love each other Enough Whether it's the soulmate Or the life partner That you understand that this is a journey for the both of you and we're gonna make our we wanna put our best foot forward. Absolutely, absolutely, I agree totally. So Professor, you know, yes. let everybody know where you know you know what you're up to and where they can reach you. And if they have any comments regarding this show, tell them where they can email their comments or questions too. Well, you can reach me as well as email your comments and questions to love, sex, relationship at, uh, well, no, I'm sorry, the professor at love, sex, and relationship.com. You can also email me at talk to the professor at gmail.com or pearlsandblack at gmail.com. You can also go to my website, www.pearlsandblack.com, where you can, um, where we're, I'm working on the calendar right now. You can make an appointment to talk about couple counseling or couple coaching because I work with a series of therapists. So that's what we're adding to. Woo! Yes, 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 to help people with relationships because maybe you don't want to talk on a podcast or or something else and you don't want to go to a full-fledged therapist but we do have them available for you to meet but you can also meet with me or talk to me about uh, coaching which is a little different it's not as intense and just goes over some basics it also can be personal coaching because people need a life coach in their life you can catch me on Facebook you can catch me on the Pearls of Black Pearls of Black Ink or The Professor on Facebook. I'm also on Tumblr, but that is known as Pearls of Black Blog 2012. I'm also on Instagram as POB Professor. Um, I do some promotions there, but I'm also working on some events. I haven't quite figured them all out yet, but when I do, I'm going to let you know and keep you posted. How about you, Professor T. Love? Well, you can catch up with Professor T. Love of Ebola Soul and Mixed Stew Soul Music, where I play classic soul from 1949 to the present. And just keep you guys up to date, giving you a little history of R&B music. And you can catch up with Professor T. Love at 6 p.m. on Fridays, Eastern Standard Time on www.prn.fm. You can catch up with me 3 p.m. Pacific, and also you can catch up with a bowl of soul right here on Live 365 on the network, where you're hearing love, sex, and relationships every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And definitely hit me up on Facebook. Just look for a bowl of soul, a mixed two of soul music, as well as hit me up on Twitter at a bowl of soul, and you can email me at a bowl of soul at gmail.com. And you know the professor Professor T Love is about to start interviewing guests on uh, Bowl of Soul. I'm very big on big enough independent R&B artists. And stay tuned because we're gonna do our first urban showcase 
of local artists doing their thing in R&B music. And Professor, let other people know where also they can hear this podcast. You can hear it on my website, www.frozenblack.com. And soon it will be, uh, let's see if I can upload it to YouTube. I got to double check that out and see what's going on there. But you can hear it there. And um, that's it for now. I'm going to work on all these other details to make sure I get those right. So I think that's fabulous. So I hope that you got something out of this podcast this evening and you'll be able to hear this podcast repeated again at 12 midnight on Thursday as well as at 12 noon on Thursday and at 8 p.m. up until Tuesday. And then make sure you stay tuned um, for the next podcast that will be coming up. It will be on it will be on March 21st. So you know time is moving. You know, March is moving, baby. And this is what we call March Madness. So you basketball heads out here, yes, once you watch basketball, make sure you get some great uh, relationship advice on love, sex, and relationships. So this is Professor T Love. And the Professor. And we like to say, God bless you. Have a great night. And always be well. Good night. Good night.